sitting down and we are doing a bonus episode <laughs> of kind of a big deal meets kind of a big pov you're my regis <laughs> you're the regis to my kathy lee <laughs> oh girl or the the ryan seacrest to my kelly ripa does that work better <laughs> ryan seacrest is not gay enough for me <laughs> continue Keep but trying. the Lance Bass to my Kelly Ripa. <laughs> Did Lance Bass and Kelly Ripa ever do anything together? No, because oh. he's gay. <laughs> okay. How about that? Does it work for you? I feel you. Okay. Okay, Lance. <laughs> wow. Now she's throwing shade. <laughs> so, kind of a big POV is officially going to be a thing and we are going to kick off this bonus episode with the theme song to kind of a big pov are you are you excited for this i am so excited it's so mob wives i love it i absolutely love it because i'm so mob wives (laughs) (laughs) so i'm clay phoenix and this is Queen Anne, and we are just going to do a very special bonus episode with you while Doug is relaxing before he takes Christine home. Queen Anne is going to get a ride in a chariot. I am. <laughs> oh, what a hell of a challenge. <laughs> because we just recorded a special two-hour episode with her to kick off POV. So without further ado, we will play the official theme song for Kind of a Big POV. This is my point of view. I give this to you. You may not agree but I don't give a bleep what you think about me this is who I am and I will be this till I die I am I am me so welcome to this very special bonus episode of kind of a big deal but it will also be released on the RSS feed for kind of a big POV. So before we get officially started with our little convo, with our wine in hand and our cigarette smoking, we just want to announce that kind of a big POV will be a live show event where you can talk with us and you can interact with us live. Plus, live phone calls. Live phone calls. You can also email Queen Anne herself for a very special Q&A segment 
called Dear Queen Anne, and you can email us at dearqueenanne at gmail.com. I can also answer questions too if you would like, even though I am not Queen Anne. But you can email us, us email us at dearqueenanne at gmail.com. So, Queen Anne. Yes, love. What can I do for you? (laughs) Welcome to the podcast family. Well, thank you. Let's talk a little bit about your realization and your continued support for me and what I do. Oh, (laughs) there are no words. We go out every Monday through Thursday and work out together. I am fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm basically fucked. (laughs) I mean, you're stuck with me. I'm completely fucked. I'm completely fucked. Na, 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 na. I'm completely fucked. Completely fucked. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. I, uh, I work out with you four out of five days a week. We talk about the podcast. We talk about what we're going to do and how it's going to work and... It's, it's been a long five years of a friendship. Yes. It has. It has. And hopefully I can help it. And beautiful ups and downs. We have. Yeah. Beautiful ups. (laughs) (laughs) I would say my, my size G is a beautiful up (laughs) from where it was. (laughs) I feel like every single one of the people that are in my life currently with you with Brenda, with Doug, is you all hold a very special place in my heart. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) I'm not that fucking cute. (laughs) But to me, it's it's about our growth and about how we can be so honest with each other. And I'm like, okay, I want to vomit now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Like, you... Out of those two are the only one that I could be very brutally honest with. You put on a dress and you ask me if it looks cute. And I'm like, girl, please. You need to get that tailored. It's hanging. <laughs> it's it's not tight enough in the mid-ray. You know, like. No, it's it's sad. It's sad because you are so fucking brutally honest. It's it's good. But, but at the I, same I, time, it's fucking hurt, hurtful. I can honestly say those tatas and this outfit that you're wearing yes. is gorge. Oh, these don't look like mommy jeans. Mommy jeans. I was jeans? told they they look like mama pants, mama shorts. They're high rise shorts. Yes. Okay, that's called fashion. Do they look like mom jeans? No, mom jeans are literally jeans. Those are shorts. All right. They're just jean material. Mom shorts. I was told mom shorts. I mean, you are a mom, so who the fuck cares? But they don't look like mom shorts. They do. The only ones I can wear are Levi's. They make the white girl butt look (laughs) look like they ain't white. (laughs) Look a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I I I have a white girl booty, but I have Dolly Parton boobies. (laughs) I have to call you out right now. Okay. Uh oh. (laughs) I saw you wear TikTok leggings the other day. (laughs) He saw me in my, my, uh, what do they call them? Oh, bubble, 
bubble pants. <laughs> Why? Why on God's green earth? Thank you. On God's green fucking earth would you wear Because they TikTok make my lenses. butt look bigger. And I don't I have care. A white girl booty. Okay, that's very white girl of you. Yes. However, <laughs> you don't need to wear TikTok leggings. But I need I need more booty. <laughs> Bitch. TikTok leggings are the epitome of the universe. They created them for people to make fun of white girls. You know that, right? Nice. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm going to just have another sip of my wine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some cheese with your wine? Because I feel like you're oh, starting to have a tear. You. Fuck you. <laughs> have a fuck you and fuck you again. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> fuck you. Is that five? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a beautiful moment. Love to have those beautiful moments with my friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so Christine, yes, you and I have been I, going. Let to me the gym. let me just say this. He calls me Queen Anne. My nickname is Queenie, but we've utilized Queen and Anne, which is my middle name, and they call me Queen Anne. Yeah, but he calls me Christine. So. Just so everybody knows, so everybody's aware. Go ahead. Your real name is Christine Ann. Yes. So for your podcast name. It's Queen Ann. I have adopted your nickname of Queenie. Yes. And just called you Queen Should I tell you why Anne. I got that nickname? Yeah. How did you get that <laughs> nickname? Let's hear it. Well, we had a friend of the family. You know how you have those people that hang out with your family friends and their friends and they have their kids and what have you. Anyway, this man, and he's he's just so sweet. Now that I've gotten older, he's so sweet. Anyway, at the time, I looked at him and thought he was atrocious. So to look at him was just too much for me. So I wouldn't give him a kiss and a hug hello. So he nicknamed me. Queenie. My sister, however, that gave him a kiss and and a, a hug, he named her Buttercup because <laughs> she was so sweet, <laughs> like, a, like a horse. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I'm confused. I was just, I was just like, basically, it was... I'm not going to kiss you because you're too ugly for me to kiss. And that's the way it is. And so he took that and he nicknamed me Queenie. Mean meanwhile, we went to his family uh his family getaway vacation home in Yankee Lake, New York, and his son had just had his foreskin taken from his hoo ha a little late, okay? Cause we were like ten, twelve. I, he had one of those brisks? Yes. Oh. He had a late brisk. <laughs> anyway, I knocked him into the water and his because he pissed me off. And I, I pushed him into the water. What did you just knock off? That's empty. Oh, the empty wine bottle? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, anyway, I knocked him off the pier, and he wound up in the water with his wet, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I got my ass fucking beat for that, but I was considered Queenie. 
Queenie was my nickname, and it stayed with me ever since. And I wanted it on my fucking license, on my uh, drive, uh, on my license on the back of my car, and I couldn't get it. But no, had it. but no, she got instead. She got bye bye. Bye bye. So if you see bye bye on a black Mustang convertible, that would be me, love. <laughs> so ask her to pull over, honk the horn, and she'll give you an autograph. She's like Tori Spelling of the podcast world. I am not Tori Spelling. She's nasty. <laughs> Can I say she's nasty? She's totally nasty. I love Tori Spelling. I think she's a raunchy fucking mess. And I love it. <laughs> I am living for it. No, have, Tori Spelling is scary. <laughs> have you seen her on Messiness? I don't want to. <laughs> oh, my God. She is a riot. I love her. It's with Snooky Polizzi. Oh, my God. I am the original Snooky. <laughs> I am from Staten Island, New York. I am from Mob Wife, uh, from Mob Wife Haven. Hence that why, is me. Hence why our official theme song for Kind of a Big POV is very Mob Wife inspired. Absolutely. Now, I have a question for you. Who sings the theme song for our podcast? You do. What is your honest opinion about my? I singing? love it. I thought it was. I thought it was part of my wives. <laughs> I did because it had the same kind of funky rhythm. So full disclosure, I redid an original song that I had made. Uh huh. That was called "Kind of a Big Deal." Uh huh. And it, I made it to fit more of the POV type mentality. Okay. So the lyrics are inspired by us and our friendship. And I think that really encompasses what our podcast is going to be about. That conversation of realism and that conversation of opinion-based conversation. You and I have some very intense conversations. We do. We do. We have some serious, some serious shit going on we get pretty deep and to bring that into a realm of having that as a podcast having that as a conversation piece where people can listen and open up does that scare you nope <laughs> not at all <laughs> and bring it bitch bring it bring some more <laughs> and that's that's what i love about it is is like in this world like i found this niche i found this piece of who i am in podcasting and being myself and you know with christine and with brenda and with doug they kind of helped me come out of the closet however they're still there to support i me. didn't help you come out the closet you were already coming out but you supported Please. me I just me. supported who you were at the moment. And if you would have changed that, I would have been fine with that too. And that's how I was. Yeah. That's pretty much how it went. So we bring this to light because this has formed a very strong friendship where we can do something of a content-based, influencer-based thing of the podcast with kind of a big POV. Absolutely. I'm just so excited. I'm so fucking excited to those conversations that we have to bring them to the world. 
is a beautiful thing because I think a lot of the world needs to hear these conversations well, I that think we the, have. The good part of it is that you're gay and I'm straight as straight gets and we can still uh con you know, we can still conversate on the same level. Yeah. And that's what that's what brings us together is that you can live your life, I live my life and there I'm not going to sit here and fucking lie, ladies. I do go to him and ask him about why do guys do this? Why do guys do that? Because he's still a man. So despite the fact that he has a different sexual orientation, doesn't dispute against the fact that he's still a man. And for those of you who don't have gay friends like I do, <laughs> you're asses. <laughs> <laughs> because you can learn a lot about a man just by talking to your gay friend. Because they may seem effeminate, but they n understand the male perspective on everything. And they know it, and they understand it, and they can explain it to you. So to turn your nose up to that is a asinine. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is totally asinine. So I utilize, Terry knows I love him to death, but I will utilize him to death. To no end. <laughs> so on that topic. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> let's let's touch on. Wait, what was I saying? <laughs> I had a perfect transition on what you had said. I said. Ladies, it's great to have a gay male friend because they understand the male aspect of things. Okay, so let's okay. talk let's talk on the fact of females that are heterosexual calling their friends that are gay gay friends. Let's talk He's on that. my gay friend and I don't care what you say. I will I will always always say to another female Oh, my gay friend Terry's coming with me. And you know what they always say? Oh, my God, that's so awesome. Because I know he's not going to let you down. Yeah. I mean. So, and, and, and personally, personally, I don't take offense to that. Because when you say those words, you say gay friend. It's a sign of. You're, you're trying to say that. You don't have to worry about him. Yeah, you don't have to say that, like, I'm not going to be with somebody. I don't somebody. say it in a way that is derogatory. It's yeah. meant in a way that is fair to you. A, comf Meaning a comfortability. Exactly. You get that. You get yeah. that. Not everybody does. Yeah, and it, see, I don't understand that. Why don't you get that? Why Why don't people get that? It's not a derogatory like, thing. When I talk to females and I say, oh, my gay friend Terry's coming with me to the gym, you know what they always say? Oh, my God. Those are the greatest guys to take with you because they won't let you. And I'm like, yep, he won't let me fucking give up. But when we get in the gym, who is it that doesn't let you give up? You. Exactly. You'll get me there, but I'll get you out of there. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah. So we have our roles. And I think that. There's a comfortability in it. There really is. And I think it's not a competition. It's a teamwork thing, too. Obviously. When we're at the gym, we're working together for a common goal because I want to look good. I want to find myself a man. You want to stay looking good for your man. And it's a sense of we are going to do this together. Even though my man seems to be a little bit put out by it all. 
Because you're going with me? No. Oh. No, you know why. Because What's you're going to... You're going to look cute. I'm going to look too desirable to other men. And somebody else and is going to want you. And he's non-confrontational. Like, have some confidence, grow some balls. No, he's, like, non-confrontational. So he believes that every time he has some kind of sit-in with me, that there's going to be a confrontation. But he doesn't realize that I can speak for myself. That's uh, the total heterosexual thing. Yeah. It's the, I have to protect her. No matter what, and it scares him. Agreed, yeah. It's easier when she's heavier. Yeah. You know what I mean? She could have big boobs but be heavier, but it's easier because he doesn't have to say anything or do anything. I really wish we could have a heterosexual man on here because I really want to know what the mindset behind the fact is is you don't want your female to be happy and content with who she is a person i think it is a matter of not so much of who whether she wants to be happy it's matter matter of whether or not he wants to be happy what is happy to him but that's that's not fair yeah well that's the heterosexual relationship honey explain it's about what makes them happy and if you have a heterosexual male like I do. Yeah. That is of the more dominant type. They're non-confrontational, but dominant. Take that into consideration. It's a matter of don't make, don't make a scene. Okay. So wearing a blouse like this, like you see me here right now. Yeah. That's a scene. But if I covered myself from my neck down, it wouldn't be a, a scene. Yeah. So that's the thing with them. Now, I'm going to be in a fucking uh, two-piece bathing suit for the first time in I don't know how many years this week, this uh, summer. I'm hoping, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. Hopes and dreams. I'm, I'm working at it. You know. I'm, you know. I'm about ready to be in a Speedo, so I feel you, girl. Ha ha. Oh my god, no. <laughs> how, how about no? Why anyway. no? Why no, though? <laughs> Do you think I'm not sexy enough to be in a speedo? I didn't say that. I said you can wear whatever you want. No, you didn't. You said, how about no? <laughs> how about I'm being honest with my gay friend, just like he would be with me? But you said, how about no? <laughs> Right now, how about no? Right now. It doesn't mean forever. It means for right now. Do you want me to be honest? You want me to lie? <laughs> no, I want you to be honest. <laughs> All right. You want I want you to be honest with me. And you would say, Ain't no way you getting in a bikini, sister. Right now. <laughs> okay. You may there have ain't the boobies, no but you ain't got it going on. The the FUPA is is <laughs> the FUPA is unruly right now. Exactly. Exactly. Girl, your waist is not on point. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying. I'm not that bad right if now. You, if you were a two-piece bathing suit right now, I would be like, girl, take it off and put a one-piece on. Because right. you need to hide. How about I know? I know. I'm very well aware. Yeah, you need to hide that roll above your coochie. That's oh what I would God. say. Okay? Oh, my 
gosh, really? <laughs> I didn't even say that. I'm honest. You. I just said to you, I just said, no, it's not a good thing. Right now, it's not a good thing. Did I say you have a fucking roll above your coochie? No. I do have a roll above my coochie. But I didn't say that. <laughs> but <laughs> see that's, the difference? <laughs> no. You, you asked, don't see the difference. You I'm covering it now. <laughs> you opened the door for an honest opinion. You asked me, and I told you. You, but you, I never said anything about the roll above your you, coochie. You used if that's to have, the case. You used to have a flat stomach that I could uh, cut cucumbers on. You're going to get there. I know I am. With the help of moi. <laughs> okay? Got it? <coughs> yes. That's where we're at. <coughs> now, speaking of that, there's something that I need to talk to you about. Which is? So do you remember the whole saga of Ben? Oh, my God. Ben Pohl? No. What? Which Ben? Ben Shinsky. No. And Kenny, the slash my Oh, Benny and Kenny. Yeah, go ahead. So, last night, Mm -hmm. I went to see him. Why? Because I had a lot of love for him. You had a hard on. No. No, you had a hard on. No, it's not a hard on. Okay. I just, I really had a lot of feelings for him, and I kind of needed to talk to him. Uh-huh. We had this moment. And what happened? I was up till 6 o'clock in the morning. hmm Having a conversation with him, and he and I ended the saga of... You ended it? Benny You're... and Clay. It's done. I told him I needed time before we could be friends because he wants to be friends. Mm-hmm. And oh, what the Pisces has trouble being friends with someone now. Well, there's a lot of feelings there. Like, okay, I really love this man, and I have to get to a point where I can be friends with him and separate myself from that love okay. that I have. And it's not a bad thing. He's, I feel like he would be a decent friend. Mm-hmm. However, I am in love with him. So we had a conversation. I cried a lot. Uh huh. And have you ever seen those Hallmark movies? Oh, God, no. With, the straight couples. Yes. We totally turn that gay. Okay, I got you. And it was a moment. And I still, at this point, it's only like 24 hours later. I don't know if I can stop loving him. So no, I kind of. You can. You think I can 100%? I think you can, yes, because I had that problem for a long, long time with somebody. But there's a comfortability about him. I know what you mean. I, there was a comfortability with me with that guy, and I had been with someone for several years, and I went back to him. And there was a comfortability when I went back to him. It was like, damn, this is good. 
and he yeah. turned it. He turned out to be a fucking jerk off, and he's still trying to get with me now. It just Benny feels like home. Like when I'm around him, it feels comfortable. It feels right. authentic, and I feel like that's the piece that people don't understand around me is that. That is something that I've looked for is somebody that makes me feel well, myself. Well, you gotta watch because I'm telling you, I felt that same way about somebody for many years. And his cousin even said to me, sign your name here that you will never go out with him again. You will never get involved with him again. And he's been trying to get a hold of me for years, for years online, and I will not answer him. He said, girlfriend after girlfriend after girlfriend. And I will not get a hold of him. And you know why? Because it's not right. There's a lot of familiarity there. I mean, oh, God. It was bad. Because he was like the first guy I ever fell in love with big time. So I know what you mean. But you have to kind of cut your losses at some point and move forward. Okay. Otherwise... I'm telling you, I, I wish I had a better answer for you, but I don't. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And I think that we have a lot in common and I think that we would be better off friends. And that's where I want to work towards is us being friends, being able to. Yeah. Conversate. See, that's the thing about you fucking Pisces that I can't understand. Walk the fuck away. Walk away. Don't keep them in your life because you're always going to want to know what happened. What could have happened? What? How would it have worked out? I don't want those fucking questions in my head. That's why I walk away and I'm done. Yeah. When I'm finished, I'm finished. Period. It, it, no. No, 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 no. I have even thought in my head what it would what it would be like to have someone living in the lower half of my house while I was upstairs? No. Yeah. No. No. No, 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 no. How about no? Did I say no? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I, I mean, no? on that. No? On, Does no <laughs> ring a bell? <laughs> on that point, though, like, I can understand where you're coming from with that because, like, Doug and I were intimate together. Yes. And now he lives in a separate room in the same house. But this this is what I have to say to you. I could feel Doug's pain. Mm-hmm. And I could be empathetic to the fact is, is that he was he was honest with me about his feelings. And he was honest with me on the point where he said, I feel like we would be better off friends. But in the same aspect, I am the only one of his exes other than one that he would still try to conversate with. So that puts me in a different category as it is. So it doesn't matter. Like, there's a lot of fucking exes that I would love to conversate with, but not fuck. But you we can't don't live fuck. in my fucking house. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't live in my fucking house. Like, once it's done, it's done. Period. Like, 
I don't know how to even explain that. I no. Mean, I know what it's like to have a small poop penis. I know what it's like to have a large penis. <laughs> which I only thought was, <laughs> was available in fucking... Porn. Yes. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> and, like, no, 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 having that, uh-uh. I'm not going back. Sorry, I ain't going back. <sighs> if I do, it's going to be down. It's going to be down, and you're going to be there to help me pick up the fucking pieces, bitch. <sighs> because it ain't happening. It just, I guess I've gotten too old, or I've just learned that. Uh, no. I have I have an ex-boyfriend that isn't all that hung, but is good at what he does, that wants me back, and I will not. No. I have two of them, actually. Two of them. Two. Damn. And I won't even give them the, the fucking time of day, and they've never fallen out of love with me. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm sticking with what I got. And I ain't, <laughs> no. Hanging <laughs> on for something that ain't gonna come. They are, but not me. <laughs> so, Queen. Yes, Queenie. <laughs> we have a question that you need to answer, okay? Okay. As a heterosexual female. Yes. Why do I feel like I need a drink right now? Anyway. I'll fill up your wine glass if you answer the question, okay? Fill up my wine glass first. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask the question. Okay. As a heterosexual female, uh-huh. what do you feel is the benefits of having a gay best friend? Oh, Wow. <laughs> Well, there's lots. You can get a male opinion. Ladies, despite the fact that you think it might be uh, tarnished (laughs) with a high-pitched voice, you're wrong. They are incredibly fucking real. They They are going to be more distinct and more real than your best friends that are female. But they're not going to be harsh. They're going to say it in a way that's harsh. But when you hear it, you're like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Like, you're going to know not to fucking go there. (laughs) It's more loving than harsh. (laughs) It's it's like. How can I tell you in a way that you would not that you would understand? There's no way to tell you. You have to have a gay friend to understand it. It's brutally loving. It's brutally honest, but in a way, it's loving. Like he said, brutally loving. If they actually give a shit about you, they will they'll give you that opinion about that bikini <laughs> in a way that's like, bitch, don't ever, don't ever. Please don't ever do that to the rest of the world. And you won't. So on that front, I think that it took us a while to get there because like when I came out and I started to be my authentic self, it Mm -hmm. was almost like a culture shock for you because you didn't know how to take me or understand. No, I knew how to, how to take you and understand you. It was a matter of, is he, is he sure? That was my, my issue with you. Yeah. 
Because but, you kept you walked in my bar acting like, oh, I eat pussy and all. Yeah, okay, you can eat pussy all you want. I have a pussy. I, I know you have. Okay, but that doesn't make you fucking straight. Okay? And it also don't make me a gold star gay. Exactly. But at the same time, I was like, uh, I'll see it when it happens. And what an ass. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking did his thing and suddenly the fucking star shined above his head. <laughs> All this shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, finally. Finally, he came to grips with himself. It was a a learning curve, and it was a moment, and it was... And no, it wasn't even that. It was more a matter of admitting it to everybody else. You already knew. I knew. Yes, and that's what my fucking issue with you was, is that I knew you knew, but you didn't, but, but you didn't want everybody else to know. <laughs> it was a learning curve for me because I didn't want to lose the people that I had acquired and become close with. And yes. Out of all those people from the Amberlight that I was friends with, how many people have I lost and how many people are still in my life? I don't know. I can only tell you that I'm there. Ariel's there. Three. You, Ariel, and the Angry German are the only ones that have been a constant in my life after that. Yes. Even with... Me going through coming out and you and I having this disagreement Mm -hmm. and you knew it was going to happen. And I think that's what brought you back into the fold with me was you knew that I was trying to process things. Yes. And I was processing processing that. You had to process your own issues and your sister got in the fucking way. No, I was processing those issues when you were going through your cancer scare. And yeah. that caused a Well, I had that cancer us. scare when I was with the other dude. He didn't seem to give a fuck. Yeah. That's when I got diagnosed and I told him. Yeah. And he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I was like, are you serious? You're going to do this to me now? Don't cry. I'm not. <laughs> Believe me, I ain't. Cause he ain't got no dick to speak of. It ain't worth now the, the tears. angry German. <laughs> That's a whole different story. I'd rather have the angry German any fucking day. <laughs> so the angry German got it going on. <laughs> so next question. The quiet angry German. Yes. This is from. An invisible listener. Okay. (laughs) You're the invisible listener, am I right? (laughs) Dear Queen Anne, if you were trying to aspire to be an artist, what would you do if you felt defeated when you could not accomplish a goal of being a successful artist. What would I do? Yes. I would do what I did before. I was an accomplished ballet dancer. And I realized at some point that it wasn't going to work for me because I had breast tissue. <laughs> so I went from having breast tissue, them a- asking me to remove the breast tissue I'd grown, to 
adding breast tissue. Does that tell you my answer? <laughs> um, I I can't really answer that except to say that uh, having been in the arts myself, it's very sad that women like me can't do what we're inclined to do because of body image. And that's okay. I, I've gotten used to that that problem. It's the way it is. That's the way it'll go. But uh, uh, my teacher, unfortunately, my mentor, was able to change that in that she believed that a woman could be the way she was. And I was flat-chested, okay, <laughs> for every – for and – had me you know, like dance for her company, and I felt like a million dollars. It wasn't ABT, it wasn't New York City Ballet, but it was good enough. You know, you couldn't be a woman. You can't be a woman, a full woman, and dance ballet as an artist. So that's my thought on artistry. <laughs> Dear Queen Anne okay. and Clay. Okay. How do you feel about the current situation with the Russians and the Ukraine? Oh, okay. That's a loaded question. <laughs> I think there's propaganda coming from both ends. Both the American and Ukrainian end. And I think that the Russians have, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to play devil's advocate when I say it, and I'm not trying to piss anybody off. But I am saying that out of all the things that were said, suddenly the United States is really pissed off about the comment about biochemical warfare. Suddenly, they're very, very upset, and they're, they're trying to clear their name. When the Russians brought it to the UN's attention and said, explain this. And this is what we found. And they gave them documentation. Documentation that includes not only Zelensky's, uh, not only Zelensky's signature, but the signature of American delegates that okayed it. And they're all going to sit there and say, it's nothing. It's nothing. I have a question with that. So I think propaganda comes from both ends. I think that what Putin's doing is not right, but I'm not thinking that what America is doing is right either. I think we're hiding like fucking bitches, personally, and that I think that we're afraid of Putin, whereas Trump was not. Because Trump told him to shut down his fucking... His fucking pipeline, and that he was gonna, he was gonna have to pay sanctions, and he did both. He shut down the pipeline and paid sanctions. When, uh, what's his face, in Sloppy Joe, <laughs> that's what I call him. When Sloppy Joe got in, into, uh, <laughs> office. When he got into office, four days later, fucking. Putin started up on that pipeline again, and they waived sanctions. 
Now, does that tell you something? It says a lot, actually. Trump was the only president to go to China and to go to Putin in Russia and actually meet with them since Ronald Reagan. That tells me a lot. Yeah. And it's not that I'm trying to be like, oh, my God, Trump's great and all this. But but we are looking like we're fucking idiots right now. We look like fucking faggots. Wankers. 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 Yes, we look like wankers. Pillocks. You know what's funny? You can call a fucking English person a wanker and a cunt. And they'll get mad at wanker instead of cunts. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, yes, we look like wankers. There you go. So. So. So button. Dear Queen Anne and Clay, mm-hmm. what is your thought on homosexuals adopting or having children of their own by surrogacy? Oh, interesting subject. I think that they should be allowed that, permitted that right. However, I think like any other parent, they should be, you know, like they should be researched and studied and all that shit before that has been made. That that assumption or that that match has been made because. You don't know what's in somebody's past until you look it up. And to be quite honest with you, I have nothing really in my past, but I can't even foster a child. So that tells you something, doesn't it? It says a lot. It does. I've raised my own children, and I can't foster a child. Yeah. about that? I can have as many kids as I want, but I can't foster a fucking child. That's very sad. That is sad. So I think as far as that's concerned, I don't have any issue with it personally. It's just the child that is going there has to be be able to be inclined to understand it. Yeah. To send a kid out there cold unless they're an infant is bad. Yeah. Like you can't send a five or six-year-old out there saying, oh, now you have two fathers. That would freak them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm talking about the the depth of the children's understanding. Yeah. Um, And I'm not trying to be rude about that or foul or anything. Just saying that if they were younger, the younger they are, the better they are. Yeah. Because they can acclimate to that situation easier. Yeah. And be able to understand it. And the other thing is, is if they're going to do that, they need to understand that that's going to be a lifetime situation for that child. Yeah. Do you disagree? No, I agree. And I think on that point is I do want to be a father. And I have grown accustomed to being a father figure to my nieces and my nephews because a lot of my nieces and nephews don't have that male figure completely in their life. Mm-hmm. And I've grown to quote unquote adopt 
my nieces and nephews. And I know that's very wrong to say. However, I think that um, I have grown accustomed to adopt my nieces and nephews in a way of loving them and supporting them. With that being said, and with our episode, bonus episode, <laughs> coming to a close, we hope that you listen to kind of a big deal yes. and POV, the two-hour special that it will be bi-weekly live. And with that and much more, we say... We love you all. We do. We do. Oh, my God. Do we love you? <laughs> and from Queen Anne and Clay Phoenix. And her her twin G's. <laughs> <laughs> and her Tuesday, Titty Tuesday special. Yes. We say. Titty Tuesdays. Farewell. And we bid you. I'll be a sin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a sin. For those of you that are German. So, Bonjour. <laughs> stay true. Bonjour. <laughs> stay lit. <laughs> and always be. Stay on top. Yes. <laughs> and always stay on top, sisters. <laughs> and always be a big deal. So, until next time, until more POV and kind of a big deal, we say goodbye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, I gotta pee so bad. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta pee. I'm like this. This is my point of view. I give this to you. You may not agree, but I don't give a bleep what you think about me. This is who I am and I will be this till I die. I am. I am.